I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Quiet, man. Do I'm not quiet. say you're starting to shake. Okay. I am. Don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here. Do it. Ew. <laughs> Greetings, Earthlings. Cashew here. Oh my this God. This is my twisted journey into the heart of darkness. Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark. Conjuring Kesha, the only podcast that is like totally about that. <laughs> I'm Joel Kleinberger. And I'm Eric Hoofnagel. And Eric, on the scale of about that, how about that were you regarding this show? That's a difficult uh, query. It is a difficult query. I want to hit it hard right out the gate. It's sort of like how I would tell somebody that the movie Troll 2 is a great movie. Uh-huh. It is extremely fun to watch. You'll have some great laughs, but deep down, it is pure garbage. And that's why we love it. Witches of Warlocks, for our mid-season special, <laughs> oh we are watching <laughs> Discovery Plus's original, new the new hotness on the paranormal scene, <laughs> Conjuring Kesha. places in this world that are destined for evil. Brushy Mountain Penitentiary is among those places. The folks who lived out their lives here were some of the worst offenders of all time in life, and allegedly their spirits still remain in death, trapped within these stone walls. I'm taking a trip into its darkness, hoping that the light I carry inside myself is strong enough to protect me from the evil that is bloody brushy. Yeah, I'm into, like, leaving. What I took away from this experience, Eric, is that maybe I'm in the wrong headspace. Like, I've been in the weird funk Mm. for the last few days. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. But I felt like I was watching the death of culture. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I felt dumber (laughs) for having watched this show. I mean, so here's the thing, Joel. You need to watch more TV. Because the depths that television has dropped is unfathomable. Uh, it's inf- unfathomable how deep we've gone. Like, for instance, for instance, have you heard of MILF Manor? No. No. Okay. Okay. So, spoiler alert. I'm just going to tell you what it's about. This, this is how low television has gotten. Okay, uh, it's a uh, dating like dating show, sort of like Love Island or whatever, and it's all a bunch of women, like between forty-five and sixty, who are all uh-huh. like, uh, you know, hot single milfs who want to fucking suck dick so bad, and they're <laughs> all brought to this manor, and they're going to be up against a whole bunch of young hot men who are between 20 and 25 and all have a thing okay. for older women. But the okay. twist, all the young men are their sons. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't like this. I don't feel good right now. I don't either. I have a stomachache. It is so depraved, Joel. Like for uh. instance, there was a there's a there was a, a part where the moms 
have to put on blindfolds and rub their hands all over the the shirtless men and figure out which one is their son. <laughs> well, that is very special. Yes, Joel, our our culture is dead. It's dead. It's not dying, it is fully dead. And now it's a fucking demon. And conjuring Kesha is not even close to the to the bottom of this iceberg. Okay, because this is the thing. This is the thing. Which is the Warlocks and Eric Hoofnagel. This is very apropos because something I feel like I'm really nervous to talk about this show because I feel like I'm going to upset people by being mean <laughs> to their favorite <laughs> pop sensation, Kesha. Joel, I will counterweight you. <laughs> That's not going to stop me from being mean. I'm going to be the bad guy. I'm going to be the bad guy. You, yeah, you can be, you're always the bad guy, Joel. It's okay. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm the bad cop. You are bad host and I'm good host. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to find out why you're angry so you don't have to be this angry. Everybody tells me you're angry and 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 mad. This show made me gayer. <laughs> when I closed my laptop, I closed down some of the last parts of me that are straight. If we look Ren and Stimpy-esque as like a cut <laughs> cross-section of your brain, yeah. there was like one brain cell that was left. He's standing up against the, the back of my brain cavity like, no, 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 no. And there's all these gay brain cells with swords. <laughs> I'm coming in, you guys don't have to drag me. Who would have thought that Kesha, who we all, when we were all introduced to Kesha, her whole brand was crazy party slut, who's, yeah. who's down for whatever. And yeah. now, TikTok. now she is Satan's worst nightmare. <laughs> I mean, she is she is? <laughs> She's not. She is working for the Dark Lord and she has no idea. What the fuck? Because, okay, to wrap up this introduction, I, as you may you alluded to, have been divorced from popular culture most of my life. And that is not some kind of hoity-toity thing i'm not like i'm too good i just don't have cable television i block ads online i don't listen to the radio you don't have tiktok <laughs> i don't have tiktok <laughs> that's why you don't have any finger on the pulse of culture because... i don't because it's it's been bad for a while and i was just like it wasn't my thing you know, I'm over here with my fantasy novels, my Star Trek, with my, my 80s heavy metal and 70s Motown, and then I'm, I'm happy in my corner. And so every once in a while, I want to get a flavor of, <laughs> of what's happening out there in the world. I, Eric, oh. I have a hard time understanding if this is real. Is this, is this show for real? Is this legit? Is this a parody? Joel, Joel, listen. You don't get it. We are living in a post-satire reality. So it, is it both? Trump was president. George Santos is a fucking congressman. We are no longer, we, we are living in the Onion News world. God, 
fucking Mike Judge was so wrong. <laughs> so he, dude, he did. He was. He went way too light because we yeah. are living in post irony. Like whether this is real or not doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. But it matters to me. <laughs> Dude, I, good luck. Good luck trying to, to relight the flames of reality because it is gone, dude. I feel like I'm that guy in that like wrestling documentary <laughs> who's crying to the stands. Like, it's, it's still real to me. It's still real to me. It's still real to me. Because <laughs> let's set this up. Conjuring Kesha opens up there at the Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary in <laughs> Petros. Petros, Tennessee. We have our host, Kasia. Ew. The juxtaposition between this show and Ghost Adventures is so perfect. Oh, it is stark. Ghost Adventures is Gen X. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ghost Adventures is the Gen X style of hunting ghosts. It's like, takes itself more seriously. It's dark. It's, uh, you know, haunting and creepy. And like, yeah. it's like a Marilyn Manson music video. The beautiful people, head spinning. She is 35. Oh my God. Kesha is, is, is as much a millennial as you and me, Joel. And... It shows so brightly. This is the millennial ghost hunting show. I'm a spiritual explorer. It's all very fun and whimsical and light and magical and existential, spiritual. But like this does not feel magical. It starts right away because, you know, Kesha <laughs> introduces her guest, Whitney Cummings, who Kesha says, if you've just in case you've been living under a fucking rock and you don't know who she is, this is what she does, which I guess, hey, it's me. I live under a rock. I'm a crab. Click, click, click. Oh, I had no idea who this woman was. <clears throat> and the fact that she showed her on Jimmy Fallon, not fucking impressed. No, and her attempts at humor throughout the episode, also not very impressed. Don't really care. <laughs> You know what's funny? I knew I knew you'd hate her. <laughs> Throughout the entire thing, I was like, damn, this woman is exactly like Joel's nightmare. <laughs> this show is kind of like my nightmare, Eric. We are on two very opposite ends oh, of the spectrum here. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> because, But like the stark contrast is so obvious because in Ghost Adventures, when Zack sets up the haunting, he usually does like a two to three minute thing he's just like yes we are in brushy mountain here's all the statistics here's a quick cut of a t-posing civil war soldier blah 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 <laughs> like he does all this shit he goes in but he goes in detail what kesha did is kesha and whitney are walking to the thing and and whitney's like oh my god it's like kind of beautiful and kesha's like yeah it closed down like 12 years ago because it was too fucked up <laughs> So we closed uh, like 12 years ago. That's not that long ago. I know, because it was too up. Oh, God. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Well, Joel, you, you're missing how she actually started starts this episode, which is Ooh. filming her own face with a fucking chuggy old camcorder. What the fuck? This is ghost hunting on myspace i want i tried to look for that camera because i was like is this it's a dv it's 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 a dv i know you i i know 
That's why I don't know if this is real. Because it's why? It's so funny. Because it's so millennial. It looks like Blair Witch Project shit. Yes. Yes. Because, like, while uh, the Gen Xers are doing references to things like House on Haunted Hill and Marilyn Manson music videos and Tool music videos, we have mm-hmm. Blair Witch Project and MySpace. Oh, my God. This is such a beautiful example of, like, what a lost generation we are. <laughs> yeah. Kesha embodies such a spoiled brat apathy yeah that that like i so relate to (laughs) i really can't tell if she is this disinterested in her own project or if she's just spent that much money on botox that she can't emote (laughs) i don't love that how beautiful of a of a mashup it is between her and Whitney. She is the uppers to Kesha's downers. Yeah. It's like cocaine and Xanax walking down the haunted halls together. It is exactly the millennial drug cocktail. <laughs> Because Whitney is like, oh my God, here's my jokes. Oh my God, I'm going to talk to this priest about my exes. Ha ha ha. And Kesha's like, eh. And that's it. Like, <laughs> Kesha has the lowest energy. Oh, I love it so much. Okay, I had to look up pictures of Kesha because I don't want to, like, rag on people for the way they look, but, like, with Kesha's really heavy eye makeup and super <laughs> plumped lips with, like, the really big makeup around the mouth, I was like, if Zach Bagan saw that face in the dark, he'd be like, ah, clown, and run away. And, like, I just don't get it. I'm so far disconnected from things. She wants to make a spooky show. She should be able to, like, actually look like she's scared, but she can't. The thing is, is that, like, yet again, this is such a perfect opposite side of the coin to Ghost Adventures. This is the level of, like, seriousness (laughs) that the entire thing kind of deserves at this point. Yeah. What is it about ghost hunting that draws in this these kinds of egos that is a salient point eric hoofnagel now that you've said that her efforts in this episode really feels like my efforts at my current job <laughs> which is like yes! yeah i'll show up yeah. until i don't want to be there yeah right exactly i'm calling in tomorrow because i just don't want to i called out today because i woke up and i was sleepy eric you you've you've moved the needle <laughs> I'm not yet at neutral. I'm still in like, this is the death of culture. As if Ghost Adventures isn't. Okay, this is this is giving me really an interesting appreciation for Zach. Okay, yes, I will I will say, yeah. Yeah. At least he fucking tries. I'm gonna have a hard time talking about how vapid <laughs> Zach is. Mm, I don't like it. We get our tasty ass intro. Which shows us that this is not your grandpa's ghost hunting show. It's neon, it's pink and purple, it's puffy and tasty and chuggy as fuck. Then we get uh, the, the, the littlest amount of history that, that Kesha's willing to say, which is uh, that this it's penitentiary was <laughs> is like really dark. It's like really ah. bad. And it was like built by the people who were like imprisoned here and they built it in the shape of an upside down cross 
which, which you're looking at it wrong, honey. Isn't that a matter uh, of perspective? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally because she's viewing it from upside down. It's so funny. She's also casting a very wide net because she's clearly an amateur when it comes to uh, ghost hunting and demon hunting. She doesn't know what she's doing. No. So she comes into this saying, spirits, ghosts, angels, uh, like whatever. Right. Yeah, well, we want to hear your story. Like she's just like fucking whatever. Anything there is. Chup, ch ch chupacabra, Chewbacca, anybody. Chupacabra, yeah, like a Wendigo or like a Wendy's. The I don't aliens. Know. Fucking come here. Let's hang. Fucking talk to me, I guess. Dude, Whatever. If you bring fucking Zannies, I'm like, I'm down to hang. I feel like she took a Xanax <laughs> for this. Oh, yes. <laughs> I feel like everybody on board fucking took a Xanax. Yeah, I'm into like leaving. Before, before they even get inside, before they even walk into the building, we get our first paranormal event, which is Whitney gets grabbed. Yeah, how fun was that? <laughs> It's so good. No. Uh, What's happening? Whitney, are you okay? No. I'm leaving. Wait, what happened? Even Kesha is not convinced, which I thought was so beautiful. Like, what? Why? <laughs> Kesha can't even muster, like, a believable gasp. She's just like, wow. Oh. <laughs> It's Jeez. again. I don't know what's up with Kesha's energy level, or if that was the only gasp that she could get while her face is paralyzed by Botox. Because <laughs> she has Botox face. She's just like, uh, I'm hot. <laughs> I love her so much. And yeah, again, I don't know if this is performance art, Eric. Because like, it, it doesn't matter. Oh my god. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Set it up, set it up. It's okay. Oh my god, dude. It's okay. No, that's not okay, man. The level of interactions that we're seeing with the regular folk. Oh yeah, Debbie. <laughs> after Whitney gets grabbed and Kesha's like, oh wow, you got grabbed. They go into the, the, the fucking prison proper and they're like, it's like dark. And she's like, it smells. Ew. It's like you could like, just like feel like dead like dead death and dead <laughs> death death <laughs> like it's not a vibe that's oh my god yeah so like we we make fun of zach bagans all the time and his boys for over explaining their feelings but both of these women's reaction to essentially everything is just like that's not my thing. I'm not about that. It's not my vibe. I don't like it. Exactly. So, no, it's great. It's great. That is the millennial reaction to life right now. Well, speaking of reactions, Whitney has a horrible reaction to seeing an actual working woman. <laughs> I think the most scared, the most actual like fear and surprise I saw in, in Whitney's eyes when Debbie turns the corner. Yeah. So we're going to go meet Debbie, who was a correctional officer mm -hmm. here. 
Hi. 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 Are you Debbie? I'm Debbie. Welcome to the infamous and dark Brushy Mountain State Penitentiary. I started work here at the prison in 1980. I worked here until the prison closed in 2009. Ew. Blood was splattering all the way down the hallway every step he took. Somebody had snuck up behind him and slid no. him from one ear to the other. So you were here for all that? Yes. She's an old woman, and she's really dressed to the nines for this show. She's wearing wrestling pants and flip-flops and a big old gray shirt, a blue-gray shirt. Well, like, also, what the hell is with the introduction to these people? Like, are they, do they just live, does she just live there? I imagine what happened was they didn't, they didn't tell her what time, like, call time was, and so she just has been, like, waiting for hours. Or there was a call time because there are producers who are involved on this. But I'm sure Kesha was just like, yeah, I don't want to be there then. So she can just wait because I'm out here with my friend. Look, I'm like trying to have a good time and I'm trying to like finish my tofu burger and my delicious drink. And like, I'd like to be in like a good headspace before I release the light from within me to fight the dark sorry sorry this like really hard time limit for debbie or carrie or whatever her name is it's like that's not like a vibe for me yeah like i understand Mm -hmm. like she punched a clock for 20 years and that was her choice (laughs) but like (laughs) okay but but for real though how horrifying is it that this woman (laughs) worked there from 1980 until 2009 as a corrections officer. Yeah. Christ. Those are the two reaction shots of, of Whitney where she's the most terrified. When when Debbie says, I began working in 1980, Whitney's eyes go wide. Oh, yeah. Eyebrows like, all the ew. way up. Ew. You, you started in 1980? I was like, not even born. That's weird. Yeah. She's like, oh... Are you going to die soon? Yeah, is that why you're dressed like that? Because that's awful. Oh, wow. You're like really, really old. After 20 years, like, you couldn't afford better pants? Mm. <laughs> you know you're on television. <laughs> she tells the girls that there's a story of a man who got his head slashed open and sprayed blood all over <laughs> the halls when she worked there. And both of them, Eric, to no one's surprise, uh, both of them were not about that no 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 the girls are not about the blood splatter um, that is not a vibe no no Kesha no if, if, if the if the gack had been there we would have got a couple of ho, 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 or, uh, or a couple of like wow 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 really Wow. Wow. Wow, man, this is it. They're they're like, so like what like what is what like kind of stuff happens here? And and Debbie's like, oh, people get pushed and like scratched and oh Kesha, bless her heart. <laughs> Not the sharpest tool in the shed. Because <laughs> like Oh my god scratched. Like scratched by like a ghost. <laughs> That was the moment where that's the first of many moments where I was like, is this parody? This, because that's like an SNL skit in the SNL writers' room in 2004. It's like, okay, it's 
Paris Hilton in The Simple Life, but she's a ghost hunter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's The Simple Life, but they're they're uh, training under Van Helsing. Yeah, that that delivery like scratch like by a spirit. Oh, that's not a vibe. <laughs> and the beat after she asks that, and Debbie is like, yes. <laughs> And in response to that, Kesha slowly blinks with her mouth agape. <laughs> yeah, and like looks at the character like, oh my god, I'm fucking leaving. Again, I don't want to be mean to a person I have no idea about. This, again, this is either she is so incredibly vapid that it, <laughs> I, I, it cannot be put into words. Or this is weirdly brilliant performance art, and I really am confused as to what it is. What the f are we doing? It's really hard for me to watch people that are just apocalyptically stupid <laughs> be on television. And Kesha might how be that. We, how are we doing this fucking podcast then? <laughs> how I how, thought how, Zach Bag <laughs> I thought Zach Bagans was the most apocalyptically stupid thing until I saw Kesha slow blink with her mouth open. Yeah, yeah, I just imagine her blinking like a cartoon where like one eyelid's just a little yeah. bit faster than the other and you can hear him just Um Wow. It's, that's what I'm saying. It is a performance piece of what a dumb character would do. <laughs> Perfect timing for it to cut to Kesha and she's like, look, um, I'm like ready to take on these demons because I'm not a pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also there's something just so beautiful about like so she couldn't be the only mid-30s woman w wielding dead technology they had to give whitney a polaroid camera oh and it's one of those oh ones that like girls would take pictures of like at parties with like in you know fucking 2006 it's just god there's something it's this the show is is made for us Joel it, 35 year olds this is it like it's for us and maybe that's why it strikes you so hard because it's it, it takes me back I mean I feel like it's for us in the sense that it's living the dream of somebody who's completely underqualified and has no idea what they're doing still just able to do a job and get paid for it <laughs> Like, whatever. She showed up and she was like, I have a sparkly REM pod. I'm ready. Yeah, let's do it. I kind of want to know more about the demons. So the next guests they talk to. Twins. Twins. They, they talk to Courtney <laughs> and Jamie, descendants of the original owner who were passed down keys to the prison mm -hmm. through the family so that when it closed they were able to go on their own little ghost hunts in there to which whitney was like well that's weird i guess that's her jokes right that's 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 how you punch up the script <laughs> wow what a weird thing to receive <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah spot on observational humor yeah Move over, Jerry Seinfeld. Whitney's here with the singers. <laughs> That's a weird thing to get. A key. Weird. God fucking. I God, love man. it. I love it so much. I like they're the kinds of girls that like you could pull out any tarot card 
and they'd have the exact same reaction every time. And she'd be like, oh my god. Wow. The three of cups. Ugh. I knew it. I knew it. They are both the kinds of people (laughs) who, if you told them whatever your sign is, they'd be like, oh my god, of course you are. Wow. you That, like, makes sense. A Leo? Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. And then you could be like, no, I'm actually a Capricorn. Actually, I'm an Aquarius. (laughs) Oh, water sign. Knew it. I knew it. You're probably, like, really emotional. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> so they talk to these two twins. The Godwin twins who are so close to being Goodwin. This is another location where <laughs> a demonic entity <laughs> known as the Creeper exists. Oh man. This is like the third is Kesha playing a character? Because the the twins tell them that on the SLS camera, which is the Xbox Connect, yes, yes, they saw an entity crawl up the wall, and then she's like, like crawl up the wall like a snake or like a spider or something. <laughs> That's just like what I'm picturing. Also, of crawling up the wall. Also, they describe how somebody got scratched and they had the th- the three scratches, which, I mean. To any anybody who's done any ghost hunting or any demonology, they know immediately what that means. Bro, that's not good. That's mocking of a trinity. That's demonic. Perfect timing because I'm gonna do a little fashion report. Oh <laughs> yes. Dude. You look weird, bro. Kesha shows up full on cowgirl, and I'm so oh, yeah. here for it. She's got her big Doc Martin shit kickers. She's got her giant coat, uh, a duster with tassels on it. So many tassels. And it's way too big for her. And she's got her cool ass white cowboy hat. And mm-hmm. she's got the makeup all done up and she's got her little pigtails and she's ready to fight demons and i'm so it's such it is a vibe you know what joel it is a vibe hey the when i saw that i i knew in my heart of hearts that you were not the only person that was put more towards the gay because i'm sure angry joe tasso looked at that and was like i want to be that and then he had to look at himself in the mirror it's like wait no do i just want the the duster and the hat or do i want to be kesha i want to be kesha i want to be angry once that happened i felt an unbelievable strength come over me we have to get to the true hotness of this episode their savior (laughs) fucking michael salarno catholic priest and demonologist the tactical priest (laughs) this guy I'm excited to have someone with us that can sort of walk us through that it. That knows what he's talk dealing us through with. It. Yes, that knows what he's doing. So I also... What are you saying? I called for backup. I have a Catholic demonologist coming in to help us. His name is Michael Salerno. This is not an area of the spirit world to play in. Where's Michael? He's sitting up base camp, so we'll watch you too. They're brilliant. He really had me when he said the demons they can cause death. My name I can help guide you through this. I can't guarantee 
that you will come out unscathed. I think I have this under control. Okay. Why don't you head out to your location? Okay. Good morning, Charlie. Good morning, Angel. Not at all what I expected. When they said that no. they were bringing in a Catholic priest slash demonologist, I was like, oh, he's just going to be a priest. Um, no. He shows up. He's got the Aaron Goodwin vest of many pockets, yeah. a tactical crucifix, and he's got a hat, like a military hat with, with a fucking metal cross right on the front. So badass. This is the one person I did research on. He even describes himself as a Catholic demonologist in quotes because he's not a priest <laughs> and he's not an or he didn't go through like a seminary to become an actual demonologist. Oh. He just read books. I don't love that. Here's a couple things to note about him. Because I also listened to him in an interview on a podcast. The podcast is called The Grave Talks. And the episode is called Called to Demons. And he mentions his life story where he had the revelation because he was dying of MRSA in the <laughs> hospital. Oh my God. And his wife was like, hey, while you're dying and your organs might shut down, you want to watch this ghost show? And he did. And then he, he was like, oh, this is my calling now. I got to help people because they didn't do a good job or whatever getting the demons out. And then he faced trials and tribulations because his paranormal teams didn't really like him because he wasn't interested in getting evidence. He was interested in praying the demons away. And he mentions that he initially at some point wanted to be like a Charlie's Angels TV show where now he's getting to live out his fantasy where he's at the call center telling women what to do. No! He fucking sidewalked into his, his masculine fucking power fantasy and used Kesha and Whitney to get no. there. Oh my God, this is what he's wanted all along. One of the reasons he gave for why he initially abandoned the Charlie's Angels idea was like, you work with three wonderful paranormal investigating women. It's great, but you know, you get three women together and just oh, a lot of arguing, Christ. a lot of arguing. Michael. I don't like this man. Dude, if Kesha only knew. Do you think people are good? No. The human nature is negative. He busts out his arsenal. <laughs> so some of these things they don't use, but I'm fascinated. They like pan <laughs> over his gauntlet of stuff. And some of them are like EMF detectors with like crystals on top with like antennas sticking out. And then the others are REM pods covered in jewels. I think I think that is the Kesha Conjuring Kesha production brand ghost hunting items. Those pyramid crystals. <laughs> fascinating. I, love it. fascinating. I want one. I don't know what it is. But Michael busts out his own arsenal. Oh yes, his fucking Elden Ring objects. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he fucking pulls out his pong. I think it's just a palm. A palm. I heard pong. I know. I looked it up. It's a palm. Because okay, it's palm. made from palm frond, and it's a common, like, uh, Catholic uh, object that you make a cross out of a palm frond, and then you bless it. And he's like, hey, maybe you put it somewhere, something gets mad. And then he's got the angel bell. <laughs> 
a bell that summons a dude eric what dude what are catholics dude dude straight up i want it like because he pulls out this little bell and i'm like oh my god elden ring and then <laughs> he's like this summons angels and uh kesha goes i like that I like, I like that bell. That. That's fucking cool. And I, and then they ring it, and I desperately wanted just a fucking an angel to <laughs> burst through the ceiling with like a th a million wings and a hundred eyes. Yeah. Be not afraid. It's been told to me that this bell summons angels. I like that bell. Okay. Dude, bl a blessed palm cross and a fucking uh, 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 an angel summoning bell is so Elden Ring. And a coffin-shaped motion sensor that <laughs> plays a little music box. That is the dumbest shit. That was the moment where I was like, is this real? Exactly. This is one of another parody moment. Like even Kesha, Kesha, that's like the only time she actually laughs. She never laughs at Whitney. Kesha can't keep a straight face. <laughs> and yeah, it's so and funny. She smiles as much as she's able to. <laughs> Whitney, yeah. it's time to keep her guard up. You're very funny, but quit it. Okay. You know, Kesha's going through her like observations. She's like, it got hot. Whitney's hand got grabbed. I felt weird and somebody talked about a creeper. Is it a demon? And then Michael's like, I'm on television, so yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love though that it cuts to the confessional of of Kesha. They keep doing these confessionals of Kesha that are so unneeded and so funny. She's like, he like really had me when he said that demons can cause death <laughs> and i don't love that <laughs> i love it so much that's my favorite and then kesha gets philosophical because she's like do you think that like people are like good <laughs> and yet again he's like i'm on tv so no and he's also catholic so he's a catholic priest so he knows but he's not a Catholic priest. He's just Catholic. <laughs> Michael's like, of course there's he's no good people because I'm Catholic and we believe in magic and original sin. Yeah. <laughs> because we have we have power items. Like Catholicism really does sound like a video game. Yeah. Like you can get quest items in Catholicism. Yeah. You can level up. The armor of God and the shield of faith. Got my sword and my helmet. Now it's time to pray. Catholics are weird, and after pastor fucking demonologist, in all the quotes, Catholic quote, demonologist quote, end quote, <laughs> they fucking... It's time for the lockdown. Well, it's not a lockdown because Kesha leaves consistently, so... <laughs> Shut up, Shut up. <laughs> This is the reason why the GAC gets locked in. Is there demonic energy in this space? Okay. Thank you. Bye. We have made so much fun of the GAC, but now I get it. Yeah, no, it, I get definitely, it. definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. They're not oh. even they're not even ready. Everybody's like still getting miked. And a REM pod that a producer set up in the hospital portion, which is supposed to be one of the most haunted places, starts going off. And 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 Michael is like, hey, look, look at all the hair. It's spooky. Yes, it's going. Even though it's covered in bejewels, I didn't know it would still work. Yeah. <laughs> you know the power of crystals there. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they're quartz, whew. No, it's all gold beryllium. Mm. They're all laced with gold beryllium. I love subtle energy. I try to bring a lot of subtle energy into my music. I really just love the vibe of this subtle energy and this gold beryllium. Party don't start, I want in. I know that she was being produced, apparently, to make that music, but it felt like she was intentionally making music that was bad and annoying. <laughs> You didn't like TikTok? Eric, of course I didn't. You know who I am. I fucking love that song. Wake up in the morning, <laughs> feel like P. Diddy. <laughs> I'm gonna hit the city. <laughs> Anyways, I'm an old fucking crusty, balding, fat, on my way to die man. So my opinion about pop music does not matter. The first thing that happens, paranormal, the angel bell vaguely swings, wind, whatever. The REM pod's going off and Cash is like, so someone's going to have to like go in there. <laughs> so Kesha oh, is kind of man. like Zach Bagans. This is my quest, my spiritual journey. Hey friend, go in there to the demon. Look, I fight the dark with the light within. <laughs> I'm not a fucking pussy. That's why I send my beta. <laughs> And in this case, my best friend Whitney. My bestie. Kesha does another confessional. She's like, I don't, demons are just not my vibe. I don't want to get possessed. I'm not about that. <laughs> I'm trying to not interact with demons tonight in case anybody hasn't caught my dress. So Whitney goes in to the hospital and starts talking at the REM pod, which talks back to her in loud beeps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just kind of like dances around the room a little bit, like gets close, runs away. Are you like here? Oh my God, I knew it. Oh my God. Copy that. Yeah, and then fucking Michael, Charlie, Living out his dream on the walkie-talkie. He's like, hey, ask it if it's the one that moved the bell. Do this. Listen to me. I'm a man. I'm telling you what to do. And then cuts to the other side of the prison where Kesha is doing a spirit box session. And it's... This is the new hotness. <laughs> it's so bad. The technology for Ghost Inventions, they got the memo witches and warlocks we don't like the skipping radio sound we don't like all the noise interference the static yeah. so we put it in a spooky old-timey radio that sounds like it's underwater i'm gonna do a ghost box session hopefully i can talk to a nice spirit through this thing you can talk into here you can use this to tell me your name it says evil, which it doesn't say it like Kesha's reaction to when it says evil is like, because <laughs> it doesn't say anything. No. It just says it's just like, no, it's, like so, it's not even a word. It's so 
funny because like every shot of her reacting to it is from the same angle where they just filmed her and they're like, uh, look scared now. And she's just like, oh. And then it says knife. So uh, does like, do you want a knife? And then to be fair, this is like an interesting set of events where yeah. they did have a platter out that was hooked up to a beeping device. And then the beeping yeah, device, another beeping device goes off, the lights beeps. go crazy, a bunch of different colored lights. <laughs> the trigger tray, Eric, <laughs> the please, it's tray. the trigger tray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the trigger tray goes off and there is like sort of a rusty shank sitting on it. Yeah. And so, but they never bring that up. They never are like, oh, there was a knife and it asked for a knife. And she just sort of walks away. All right, bye. I'm done. No, thanks. Uh-uh. This is the part that really fucks with my ability to handle what's happening. <laughs> like, is this real or parody? Because <laughs> Kesha walked away and she's like... Oh my god, I usually don't get nervous about much in my life, but something's like wild in there. It's like crazy. And she they set up a shot. Again, confessional shot. She's on the right side of the frame. On the left side of the frame is a door with a, a very dark window. And she's like I'm very hot. Like really hot. And she does like the hot girl face and she like does a little wiggle <laughs> and she's like Oh my god, it's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> And she's dropped off the jacket and her she's all boobs. It's great. It is this Joel, you must accept this is high I'm I think this is high camp. But here's the thing, Eric. Did you look at the window? No. I swear to God, I was watching this on a 4K television. Cause it, the shot lingers after Kesh is like I got hot. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. And then like one, two, three, then cut. And if you look at like 28 minutes and 30 seconds, if you watch that window, there's movement in the window. Is it a reflection? No, it looks like they fucking green screened in a, a spooky face. No. Again, I don't know if this is real. <laughs> I'll have to watch it again. The show is fucking tripping me out. <laughs> God <Well>. damn it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's about to, the trip is about to get even crazier because this is when shit starts to pop off for Whitney. Her ovulus, it says, choose gender clean. She's like, what does that mean? And the, the producers <laughs> are like, communication through the ovulus can be hard to interpret. Okay. AKA totally random. Um, yeah. But it does reference some weird shit that happens. <laughs> happens next. This is how you know we're on the millennial train. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, there's no more of this hidden gender sister shit. <laughs> Whitney is fucking on it. Dude, she's like, okay, are you a man? Oh, nothing. Are you a woman? Beep. And she's like, oh, a woman. But this is a prison. It's an all men's prison. What? And she's like, are you transgender? Beep. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, I knew it. 
I knew it. She starts crying. She starts crying. And then that's when Michael cuts them off and says, yeah. that's it. No, get out. Get out of there now. Demonic. Get out of there. Baphomet's trying to use their energy on you. Us Catholics know that the transgenders, oh no, that's gotta be a demon. Mm -hmm. That's a demon. I think this is when Whitney kind of turns on Michael because Whitney for the rest of the episode is like, I think I just made an actual connection. Like, yeah. I'm feeling pretty good about it. And, but Michael's like, nope, 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 nope. nope. Evil. Nope. Yeah. So he basically suggests that the demon was queer baiting her. Yeah. Which is so funny because she's like, I made a connection with a beautiful trans woman. I can't believe that this happened. We're friends now. We're going to go shopping. It's fucking great. And he's like, no. You just you just been had by a demon. Yeah. <laughs> this is how they get you. They first they get into your bathrooms and then they get yeah. into your mind. All I could imagine was like a trans woman stuck here in this nightmare. Ooh. It was like crushing me. What concerns me about that is Oh no, it knew exactly how to push my buttons. Right. That's it, like my it most... Was, it was trying to lull you into a sense of security that you would feel bad for it. <laughs> and then, and then Kesha's like, so like, which one is it? Is it a transgender ghost or is it a trap? And I was like, I was like, Kesha, they don't like being called traps. Yeah. <laughs> Cancel. Damn it. <laughs> well, speaking of traps, they set the ultimate from Whitney, for Whitney because as she's describing the, the event to Kesha, she misgenders the ghost. Thus, Whitney is canceled forever. Yes. Death. <laughs> and... <laughs> So that it could be a demon. The demon is just like, I'm going to confuse. I'm going to confuse Whitney and I'm going to make her misgender somebody on national television. Ha 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 ha. I'm up with the times. I'm the transgender demon. Who <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just fumbles with a fucking bejeweled REM pod. It's so goofy. It, this is the goofiest shit. I love it so much. The goofiness gets to a fever pitch because Cash is like, I'm not going in there unless I'm with somebody. So Whitney, come with me. And then Kesha asks like one question, one question. She, they fucking, they go back and she, she's like, so is it a demon in here? And the REM pod goes beep. And she's like, all right, bye. It's so funny. <laughs> she quits everything constantly. Anytime anything happens, she's like, wow, leaving. Boomers are pointing at the show and being like, see, see, no staying power. Can't handle adversity. <laughs> and like, th then they're, they're, they're like all huddled around the, the palm frond. Um, and they're like, they're like, oh, is there a demon like touching this thing? Are you shy? It's like, Beep. And they're like, oh my god, it's shy. Meanwhile, they are absolutely swarmed with a big camera crew. Yeah. Like, they are, it, it's so distracting how many people are in the room at every time. There's like three camera guys, 
people with boom mics, fucking makeup is there, a producer who's there to like make sure to like give them bumps of coke every once in a while. My heart went out to that producer trying to make this show work <laughs> because because yes. like, okay, Zach Bagans and his team, they are true believers. They're committed. Kesha is a pop star who knows that she doesn't have to do anything ever. <laughs> Can you tell me what's happening? What's going on? I'm not going back in there. I don't need to interact with darkness. Just want to take a break or are you done? Yeah, I think I'm done. I'm good. Okay. We completely skipped over the the fucking they bring out the SLS camera. Oh yeah, yeah. So so first first Whitney's like, "Is my transgender friend here? Are you here? Are you still trans?" And then they yeah. hear a growl, a couple of growls, which is uh you know, whatever. Yeah. Not inter uh, not interesting. Um, but that's when they see they, they pull out the, the SLS and they see the creeper. The, which is just a jumble of points. <laughs> Man. This not moving, which shows that it's just artifacting. Yes. It's just not understanding it's, what's happening. I, they, I I think that the fucking the the Xbox Connect camera is maybe the funniest ghost hunting device. Oh, absolutely. Xbox Connect can never be scary because these fucking no. stick figures are always like, it's always like trying to capture, trying to like map a person that's not there. So it's just like jiggling around <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, it's dancing. Yeah, have a little dance. That's just like, it's crawling up the wall. It's not moving. No. It's, and you could clearly no. see. Dude, holy <gasps> There's something crawling next to you. Come on, it's the jiggling, huh? Come on, everybody likes to jiggle. The, my heart, my heart <laughs> goes out to the producer because Kesha walks out and she's like, fuck this place, I'm getting a milkshake. I can't interact with darkness. And the producer's like, so, okay, so are you like done for a break? She's like, this is Bummerville. This is fucking Bummer Town. Nobody here is cool. There's no famous people here. I don't want to hang. Yeah, I guess my friend Whitney is famous, but like, really? Fucking two broke girls? That's your fucking crying achievement? <laughs> well, I'm I'm not a broke girl, so we can't be broke girls together. So, yeah, no, uh, producer bitch, I'm done. So, let's go. Bye. <laughs> it's called boundaries people yeah <laughs> which okay legit what a millennial vibe it is because... so it is so good like there is something about this show in particular that is like almost an ironic love letter to being a millennial yeah where it's like oh, the ghost is trans and then the guy's like no it's a demon tricking you and she's like uh, I don't like demons, so guess what? Boundaries. Leaving. I'm gonna go get a milkshake. <laughs> yeah, in the past, the producer's, the producer's like, no, you have to stay. This is the fear factor. But now, Millennial, she's like, no, I don't. I don't have to stay for anything. Bye. Milkshake. Milkshake. <laughs> Bummerville. <laughs> this place. <laughs> you, demon. <laughs> you, ghost. Huge bummer. <laughs> you. I'm going the f home. I'm gonna get a milkshake. Whitney's like, wait a minute. The ovulus says something. The ovulus says bar. And they're like, party! 
Meanwhile, the Catholic demonologist is there like, yeah, so we're going to pack up those sense of risking yes. our souls. So uh, maybe let's, yeah. t- we'll do this next time. And they're just like, yeah, we're going to get fucking drunk, you fat piece of shit. Whatever. I, you can't have they, fun because you're Catholic. Lock arms and walk off like, let's go get fucking hammered. This place is dumb. This is bummer town. Meanwhile, the producer of this show just like downs her 30th cigarette <laughs> of the fucking day. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's oh it's like that meme. Oh my God. Of just, just sucking the cigarette down to the little ember. Oh my God. She's like looking at the crew like, how much footage did we get? Before yeah, she so, fucked uh, off. So, so did we? Did we? Did we get enough for? How how long are we doing? Forty five. Forty five minutes. <laughs> oh my god! How much B roll did we get? Do you want to go get a drink? Yes, I do. Many drinks. <laughs> so many drinks. This place. <laughs> okay, Eric. I know you love this. Yes. I think. I'm being fucking played with. My brain is all over the place. The show made me sad, I think. (laughs) And I don't know if it's a reflection of myself or a reflection of culture or both, but it does not fill me with joy. If you are serious about hunting ghosts, this show should absolutely depress the hell out of you. Yeah. Because what Zach started, this is the fruit of that tree yeah just the most saccharine sweet disgusting fruit vibrant Mm -hmm. pink fruit with no (laughs) nutritional value this is like the death knell of the (laughs) ghost hunting genre where kesha is just like i don't fucking care whatever wow this is dumb let's go bye i'm not about to get possessed I, i don't even know if it's i don't care Let's get get drunk. It 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 is it is incredible. I don't know where paranormal shows go from here. Just like all discoveries of like modern pop culture, this is pushing the boundary into stupidity so far and re- and and making us realize that you don't need science or you don't need an attempt at validity. <laughs> all you need is entertainment (laughs) and kesha provides yeah we i think now have to your love my very confused dislike (laughs) have to form together to challenge kesha kesha who i would never think to challenge but here we are we have to challenge kesha to come fight us in the dark come on kesha (laughs) Come fight us in the low light neon pink. I'm not one to shy away from scary things. I love scaring myself. I kind of want to know more about the demons. Y'all are going to be like, go in there and sit there by yourself and like sleep there. And I'll probably do it because I'm not a pussy, but I am terrified of that part. He really had me when he said the demons can cause death. I don't love that. I can help guide you through this. I can't guarantee that you will come out unscathed. I'm a spiritual explorer. It's all very fun and whimsical and light and magical. They are hunters and tricksters whose goal is to get human beings to lower their guard so that they can begin the process to possession. 
What we saw is that Kesha has very serious boundaries. She does. If she isn't down for something, she leaves. <laughs> right away. She'll she'll sacrifice her friends and responsibilities just to go get a milkshake and a cocktail and kick back and forget that she had to do anything today. <laughs> I don't believe that she's willing to do a real lockdown. Oh, absolutely not. But I was under the impression that Kesha was willing to fight until she saw the daylight. Oh. To not stop, make it pop. DJ going. <laughs> so, I'm uh, I'm going to invite Kesha to the most lavish party that I can possibly throw. It's going to be a huge rave. We're talking lasers and fog. We've got REM pods everywhere playing beats. We've got a spooky DJ. It's Zach. Yeah, obviously. We're going to have all the coolest, queerest, transgender demons there. She's going to come to that party. And I know that if we lock the doors, it won't matter because we're going to get her so boozed up and give her so much music to dance to, she's not going anywhere. There's gonna be milkshakes, and all of this <laughs> is gonna be taking place at Penhurst. Ooh, shit. We're having a crazy ass party. <laughs> Extremely offensive. Yeah. At Penhurst School. And I think that if I give enough to Kesha that she loves, she will accidentally do her job as a ghost hunter. <laughs> and that's my challenge. Do your fucking job. <laughs> you are like the 55 to 65 year old white boss that's been working at the same company. He licked all the boots to get to where he is and he's hired this millennial girl who comes in with her big old eyeshadow and he just cannot figure out how to motivate this person to do the work. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I'm just saying, look, you get her drunk enough, she'll stay awake all night. She's done songs about that. That's what yeah. she does. She's willing to drop her boundaries and fight hard to, to have fun. And if she's having enough fun, she will stick around and she will interact with ghosts and she will hunt the demons. Well, and there's one way... I think, Eric, this is oddly, again, sometimes sometimes we have very different challenges. This time, we have one that was made for each other. Oh, good. It just transitions so well, like that ghost could have if they were born at just a different time. But because oh, we're going to need to really kick up the dark energy. And we've already established that Zach Bacon's is going to be our DJ. And there's one way to really ensure that there's a ton of dark energy for demons to latch on to. Tequila. No. <laughs> so that Kesha could do her fucking job. <laughs> because Kesha's a singer-songwriter, Eric. Yeah. And there is one man out there <gasps> that Zach Bagans fears oh. more than anyone else. <laughs> oh, no. 
We need a Nick Groff Kesha oh, duet. Oh my god. Dark death. Dark death. We need Nick Groff to come out of lyrical retirement to rap over some sweet beats that Kesha produces. Oh. And she sings the, the, the chorus of. And when that song drops and Zach Bagans, his heart drops out and black, like the tears because zach bagans probably loves cash joel i know what song they're gonna do together oh they're doing a cover of evanescence (laughs) oh yes (laughs) yes it comes full circle as kesha hits the save man (laughs) as all the demonic energy is whirling as like Zach Bagans is at mouth agape, black slime pouring out of his mouth and eyes. As as whatever demons have attached, all the demons that have attached to Zach over the years just come pouring out. And Kesha has to use the light to battle the dark. And this is the only way this show's ever gonna have anything that actually happens. Joel, you are in one fell swoop taking down Zach and Kesha together. You've put them in a jar and shaken it. Exactly. Wow. Brilliant. That is a brilliant challenge. <laughs> Sung Su says, know thine enemy, and I know them well. <laughs> oh my god. That well. is, that's great. And you know what? As a little flavoring, we're going to bring in Aaron in a wig, <laughs> and he gets to be the transgender demon. Because he is gender sister. Yeah, and he gets to to uh, hook up with Whitney. I think that she would appreciate that. Wouldn't that be nice uh, background flavor for uh, for our, our rave? Yeah, you know, there's all this demonic, you know, Zach is pouring out black slime. Nick is just like, ha ha ha, finally redemption. Kesha's battling, using the light. Aaron and Whitney are making out. <laughs> They're like slow dancing on a spotlight in the middle of Penhurst <laughs> having a moment to them all they hear all the, all the Aaron and Whitney hear is I don't want to wait for our lives to be over and that's when it zooms out and then it zooms out of a screen and the man <laughs> sitting at the screen is Michael the demonologist and he's been pulling the strings all along And he turns and turns and looks over his shoulder and he says, and that, my friends, that's good TV. And then it cuts to the reverse shot and you see in the shadows, the bearded, the spectacled face of Richardson. He says, that's right, my young Padawan. That is good TV. You've passed your entrance exam. <laughs> Welcome to the Paranormal Zaddies. Oh my god! Is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? Because that's not going to make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours. Show yourself. Witches and Warlocks, I hope you enjoyed this this default. I mean, I feel like I've gone crazy a little <laughs> bit. I feel like I've lost the plot of my life. I think that's how this show is supposed to make you feel. I think that there's a lot to learn from this experience, and maybe Witches of Warlocks, we will come visit this again. <laughs> Let us know if you like it. 
which is the Warlocks. Join us next time. We're sliding in to, to start in season five. Which is, I mean, we did it, man. We made it through fucking four full seasons of Ghost Adventures. We're finally doing it. This is crazy. And you know what? Witches and Warlocks, we had a lot of other milestones that we hit. Thanks to all of you, you fucking lovely people. We had a thousand downloads within 30 days. We crossed the 10,000 download mark. Wow. We have people in Sweden. Fucking <laughs> shout out to our Sweden people. In one town. In one town in Sweden. We're huge with the Swedes. In what was the name of it? Sweet. Holy shit, we have more Swedes than the last time I looked. What? It's uh, spreading. Jongkoping. J O with a slash and K and another O with a slash. P I N G. Big shout out to the Swedes. Glorious. We love you. We love all of our witches and warlocks all over the fucking world. That's weird. Bro, Canada, UK, Sweden, Australia. God damn it. Thank what? you for showing up. Uh, France. 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 <laughs> France. Oh, wee, wee, wee. Thank you for being with us for four full seasons. We're hitting hard right away in season five because... The description of Discovery Plus is Zach, Nick, and Aaron investigate a succubus oh. at a Massachusetts oh, Inn. Yum. Oh, yummy. So join us next season while we watch Zach try to get his dick sucked. It's going to be Kesha. <laughs> Astral projection Kesha <laughs> from the future. <laughs> yes. Hey, really, you want to stick around for the next season because in this season, I'm not telling you when. But in this season, the worst moment Zach ever has on television is featured. Oh my god. What? So, Eric, uh, love you, buddy. Hey, love you too, Mang. Witches of Warlocks, we love you. Have a good night. Conjure Kesha. Conjure the, the light of Kesha into your lives. Take the lessons that Kesha taught us. Boundaries. If it's not a vibe, walk away. If you have a thing, just do it. You don't need talent. Yeah, if you want a milkshake, you go drink that shit. All right, all you witches and warlocks, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, and Twitter at CFMITD. You can also join us on Patreon at CFMITD for exclusive content like our Continued Paranormal Challenge series, Come Fight Me in the Dark After Dark for all the content that's too hot for the pod, and other exciting new content we come up with. Send us an email at comefightmeinthedark at gmail.com, and don't forget to check out our brand new website at comefightmeinthedark.com for all the art, news, and merch we have. We love you all and have a good night.